Hey there, folks. Rob Hessler here with another episode of Art on the Air, my weekly Savannah Morning News special. Appreciate you tuning in, as always. Got a really fun one lined up for you this week. I spoke to the four artists who are involved in the upcoming exhibition, Four Top, Still Serving. Catherine Agarcia, Lee Ashburn, Tamara Garvey, and Matt Hebermill. Now, if this Four Top exhibition and these four artists are tickling the back of your mind, that might be because you have been paying attention to the local art scene for some time. Back in 2008, the four of these artists were all working together at Lady and Sons, and they did an art exhibition. It was a big hit, and it was a formative experience for all four of the artists involved. Well, they went their separate ways, and all but Tamara Garvey now live in other cities in the United States, but they decided to get back together to do a new exhibition, this time at Sulphur Studios. So it's a fascinating conversation with all four of them gathered together, so get ready for that. It's a lot of fun, and I am really excited about this exhibition and for them to give you all the details about it and about the former exhibition back in 2008. Wanted to mention, as always, you can catch past episodes of Art on the Air and my corresponding Art Off the Air column, as well as all of the writing that I do for the Savannah Morning News at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section. Wrote a really great piece last week on Lauren Boyle if you're looking for something a little spooky given the holiday season. And before that, I wrote pieces on three creative folks from the Parkside neighborhood, a piece about Jimmy Butcher. And this week, I've actually got a piece out about Natasha Gaskill, who is a baker. Kind of a different direction for me in my art writing, but it was really fun to talk to her about desserts and delicious treats and all of that kind of stuff. So I think you're going to enjoy reading that one as well. But let's get into this week's Art on the Air interview again with the four artists of the exhibition Four Top, still serving Catherine Agarcia, Lee Ashburn, Tamar Garvey, and Matt Hebermill. Enjoy. Rob Hessler here with Art on the Air Field Notes. I am excited today to be joined by the four artists in the upcoming exhibition, Four Top, still serving over at Sulphur Studios. It is running October 28th through Sunday, October 31st. Catherine Agarcia, Lee Ashburn, Tamara Garvey, and Matt Hebermill. Welcome to the show, guys. Really glad to have all four of you on. Thanks, Rob. Hello. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to dive right in here because it's called Four Top because that is a reference to acting as a server. For those of you out there who do not know that or have never done waiting tables or anything like that, and if you haven't, well, shame on you because that's a life experience we must all go through. It's a it's sort of a trial that we must all go through. Yeah. Let's dive back into those days of, of the past there. Kind of describe how the four of you met. I'll kind of let everybody sort of dive in here, but I'm going to start with you, Tamara, because our listening audience certainly knows you the best. How did the four of you meet? Where were you working? Like, what was the restaurant you all were working in? And how did you all kind of first like say, oh, we're going to, we're all going to meet, we're friends and all that. Yeah. So we, all four of us were working at Lady and Sons downtown. Oh, okay. It was like the real heyday of Lady and Sons where there was a line of people waiting to get in every day waiting on the sidewalk 
they installed these misters, like mists that were misting them from above so that nobody passed out from heat stroke while waiting for food. And we all four met there. And um, when we had the show, it was in the spring of 2008 and I was just finishing at SCAD. And um, I think all, all of us had gotten a SCAD recently finished. And I have no idea how the four put together. Somebody else could probably decide, but I do remember that we, you know, we're scouting around for spaces to have it and there weren't as many formal galleries and someone had an in with the um, apartment above B. Matthews. So we had it up there and it was perfect for us because it was like this empty four bedroom apartment. And so we each had a little room. Ooh. And, uh, we had a DJ outside on the sidewalk and just, it was like a hot, you know, summer night. And Do you remember who fan. the DJ was? Do you remember who the DJ was back then? I remember it because of the postcard and his name was Keith Koziel. Okay. All right. Oh. But yeah, it was like a hot summer Savannah night with no AC with fans and people kind of spilling out on the sidewalk. <laughs> we had a great show. <laughs> It was. It was. It was such a great. It was such a heyday. Yeah, Catherine. Catherine, talk about that because you know this is interesting. uh, You know that was back in two thousand eight, and that was sort of Mm -hmm. an an artistic peak here in Savannah, right before basically the entire market here in Savannah crashed and a bunch of galleries closed and stuff like that. So, what was that like for you, Catherine, at that time? Because it was a bit of a heyday. Oh, I mean, I have I have such a good memory of it. I think you know, it's uh, that's that is how I remember it. how Tamara described is the, um, you know, I think we were all in, in different places in our artistic lives, whether we were still at SCAD or finishing up SCAD or, you know, uh, working actively as artists. And, um, you know, I myself, I was finishing up my master's degree. Um, I like to tell people back when it was affordable. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, it was, you know, it was, it, there was, there was really, you know, gallery space in Savannah was still pretty informal. You basically hunted around and found something interesting. And um, there was a lot of activity on first Fridays and, and uh, you, you, you would see a lot of interest and it wasn't, you know, there was a lot of, uh, for us in particular, because we worked together as opposed to being classmates uh, we knew a lot of people outside of SCAD and outside of the art world. So we were able to bring people in from outside that were like, wow, this is great. This is new. This is interesting. Um, so it was, it, so that kind of made it give it like a, a different little, little jive. I, I don't know. Different nice. Feel. Nice. Well, Matt Lee, either one of you, I mean, what, who put, like, how was it like, Oh, we're just, I mean, okay. I've worked in restaurants before. It's a crazy vibe, generally speaking, in a restaurant. I mean, I think it takes a little bit of a special, I don't know, it's just a crazy vibe in a restaurant. What kind of made you all decide, like you said, you didn't meet, like like um, Catherine just said, you didn't meet in the classroom setting. So like, what made you kind of decide like, oh, we should do a show together. I mean, especially since you're all doing different things. Um, probably trauma. <laughs> 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 It was very stressful. Um, it was actually the week before I graduated. So there was, it was all happening. And I think um, I'm not, because Tamara was another year after me, but Catherine, were you graduating that year? She got a thumbs yes, up. I, yes, I, she was. Yes, yes I okay. was. Sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> that might've been one of the reasons. And then um, Matt had already been graduated, but he was already like doing shows on his own. I remember... <laughs> You did a show in New York, like right before that, right, Matt? I think so. It's <laughs> that was so long ago, but I think yeah, was, I think probably we're all 
we would probably all fantasize about doing anything other than what we were doing at the time in the wait station. So I think we probably, that's probably was the genesis of the idea to do a show. Cause I think we all knew that we were making work and obviously Tam and, uh, well, Kat and Lee were finishing school. So I'm sure that had something to do with the opportunity to show work at the end of being done with school. And then I, I don't really remember the specific day when we decided it was probably just in the wait station, like, it, we should have a show or something. And we were probably all mad at something like there wasn't enough sweet tea or something, or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I love or we it. got stiffed. Yeah. Oh, well, that happens a lot, especially, you know, tourists, they're never coming back. So they might as well just screw over the, uh, the waiters and waitresses at these places. Uh, I was going to say, I love how none of us can remember like whose idea this was. It's like, we all just like group think it together or something. Well, I, I have a lot of friends that would do, um, graduation shows and they would just find like a group of friends so i think that was kind of a trend back then was graduation shows and they would find little spaces restaurants cafes well and i believe that b matthews has now taken over that spot i don't think that it's a an apartment anymore i could be wrong about that but i don't think it's an apartment anymore and i do i think to a certain extent you know this i, I moved here in 2010 and so or 2011 so i I missed that, but I think that there is something missing now from Savannah that was awesome about that time. And that's that, like, there was a lot more of that kind of thing happening where from, you know, from all of the people that I've spoken to over the years of doing this radio show, there was a lot more of that. Oh, we're going to do a show. Let's find a space. A lot more, almost like sort of punk style. Like we're just going to put this together and do our own thing rather than, well, let's look for a space which is curated and kind of well-organized. It's just like people who have the ambition to put it together. Might have been a little bit of desperation too of like people needing a job immediately. And so that goes right on the resume. Like, here's my show. Give me a job, please. <laughs> That's not at a restaurant. <laughs> I love that. Let's let's talk about that first show because Tamara, you mentioned you had the DJ. It was hot. You had four different spaces. But kind of like, what was the vibe, would you say, back then? I mean, like, what was kind of the response to the show as far as, like, people showing up? Catherine mentioned that, like, lots of different people kind of all came together because the four of you weren't classmates. So you all had your own, although you had this community of working together at Lady and Sons, you also had your own communities because of where you were coming from and your various schooling backgrounds and everything like that. So what was that opening like? I mean, because it was kind of a coming together of your four sort of personal communities. I think that was, you know, probably before like Facebook events was a thing. So for all of us, like, like I was finishing at SCAD, I guess. I, I didn't remember that it was exactly graduation weekend, but I remember that it was around graduation because I know that we planned it to be like, we tried to be very smart about it. There were a ton of people in town. So there were like students, everyone was around, there were parents around, everybody was downtown and B. Matthews is in a great location. So I feel like we just kind of blanketed the town with probably postcards and flyers. And we, so each of us with our friends that we'd invited and networks, but it was just a lot of like students and parents who wandered through, like it was a great turnout. It was really nice. And I remember, you know, it was this empty upstairs apartment, which is now B Matthews and there was no AC. So we just had kind of fans blowing around. So it was pretty rough and people had to go up these like metal staircase that was outside to get into it. So it was very DIY. And, um, also, one thing that is kind of weird. So that weekend, 
I think at that time, especially each major for SCAD would do, would like put on its own graduation show. And my major was illustration. And so my department had a show for the people who were graduating, but not everybody was automatically in it. You had to like submit something to get in. And the thing I submitted did not get in. So I was like, (laughs) illustration show. So for me, like I had friends who were in the illustration show. So they like went to their own show and then they came over to ours and I was just at ours the whole night because I wasn't in the official one. So that was part of it. Yeah. It was a very competitive time at SCAD. Very competitive. (laughs) That's interesting. Talk about that. I'm, I'm curious because you know, it's, it's SCAD has changed a lot. Um, Yeah. I don't, I haven't really participated since graduation. um, But I remember just the painting show and the printmaking show, which I was a part of like, you really wanted to get into that show just so you could have some exposure and like maybe get on one of the image cards that they would put around town. Um, But I think that might've been why people did group shows so they could actually show their work. Yeah. (laughs) And actually I forgot until now that Matt was uh, doing like installation painting too. Yeah. Yeah. Talk. I wanted to ask you, Matt, because you were you were the the sole person who had already graduated. You were out there (laughs) working working professionally. You had gone away, and they sucked you back in. What was that like for you? I mean, as far as your participation in the show. Well, the going away was a very short lived amount of time. I was only gone for about six months, and then I moved back to Savannah for the reasons why I think a lot of people do. Where it's it's you know you I think once you live there, you feel like it's home, and it's very nurturing and. I don't know what it's like now, but I assume that if you go back, you can have a show pretty quickly and you can focus on making work and not the the grind of, of surviving. And so, you know, I went back because I just wanted to focus on making work and, and have the time and space to do that. And I was working at Lady and Sons because I was working there before I moved away and they gave me my job back. And because at the time you can make a lot of money and be flexible and I could pursue the things I was trying to do. So at that point I was, you know, I'd kind of put the root down and, and at that was kind of building towards what eventually would become Seesaw, just like feeling like I wanted to have these bigger ideas of what I could do and what the city could do and how I could be a part of that. And that show I think was part of that too. And I think part of the reason why it was so well received or so many people showed up is that I think, at least I, I can speak for myself, that while working at Lady and Sons, you worked with hundreds of people at a time, you know, the staff. And then also it was really easy to go out every night too, you know, four or five nights a week. And so there was that social aspect of, you knew a lot of people because you worked with a lot of people. And if you went out, I mean, you're doing the Congress street crawl, you, you know, end up at hang fire or whatever. And, and hang fire was a really great bar at that time too, because it was a total cross section of Savannah. You had the, you know, traditional, uh, you know, polo comb over people with the fish belts, but then we were all partying, with the art weirdos and, you know, professionals would go there to get weird too, with lawyers and people like that. And so I think I had shown there a couple of times when Wes had first opened the bar. And, and so I think uh, all of that kind of fed into getting people to the show and just that magic of Savannah that it all walks away for kind of just all hanging out, getting up with each other. And yeah, Matt know. was a good hype man for us because he knew a lot of people that were out of the, <laughs> out of SCAD. And yeah, my, there was like a lot of like talking about ideas show. and you know yeah, everyone was drinking but like you could talk about art and you know we were all pretty fresh out of that you know academic academically talking about art and new ideas and then how that fits into savannah and you know 
the angst of sometimes living there and then having the jobs that we had. And so I think that fed into all of what we were doing. I just wanted to add on to what Matt was talking about, because I, I actually discussed this with people. I mean, to this day, you know, it was such a magic time in Savannah. You, you know, speaking from a from a woman's perspective, um, being an artist in Savannah and that you could, you know, go out any night of the week and you, you wouldn't even like call someone to find out what you were doing. Like you knew what day of the week, like say like Wednesdays, you'd go to hang fire um, Thursdays, you'd go to the rail and you just go to find to see who was there. You always ended up with like a different crowd of people every night, having conversations, talking, making plans. There was a lot of sort of like, you know, it's, it's this community aspect that's hard to appreciate when you're, when you're in it, because you're, mm. you're constantly, your brain is always moving one step ahead. You're trying to make money to do what you want to do, doing what you want to do. So you're, you're, you're super busy. You really, you really are. And it's very easy to take for granted. And now that I've moved away and I've, I've moved to quite a few different places since then, I've, I've thought back on that time and I'm like, wow, I, you know, I've never had that again. Just being able to walk into a space anywhere um, with such a diverse and uh, I guess very welcoming community of ideas. Um, that's, that's, that's very uniquely Savannah for sure. That's amazing. And I, and I want to transition here to talking about the new show Four Top still serving over at Silver Studios from October 28th through October 31st with the reception happening Friday, October 29th from 6 to 9 p.m. Are you going to bring the magic back? I mean, that's the kind of thing that I'm hearing here because Catherine, Matt, Lee, Tamara, all four of you are talking about how there was a sort of like magic and and community and all of that. And um, it's an interesting time here in Savannah too. And I mean, it's all over the country, but it's, you know, we've kind of had a pause of a year and a half or so with COVID and the community was really thriving, I think, before COVID hit Savannah, but it's definitely been, you know, it's taken a shot. Some galleries have closed and things have changed a little bit. So are you bringing back the vibe? Absolutely. <laughs> no, well, no, how? How are you no bringing pressure. back the vibe? <laughs> no pressure, right? How are you bringing um, back the vibe? Like, what, what, what are we going to expect here for this show? Um, so if I could say, just as someone who, like, is still living in Savannah. So this vibe used to be in 2008, a very, like, DIY. You know, now kind of we've almost, like, seeded downtown to tourists. Oh, but for sure. Starland is, like the way that the Victorian district used to be and the way that y'all would remember it. So Matt, I always think about you because I know you stayed in Savannah for quite a while and did all this community work in Starland and trying like the DeSoto Avenue and really trying to get it going. And I always think of you as like that you stayed here for years and tried to do it. And then you left for LA and like then Starland finally became the thing that for decades people were saying Starland is the next thing. So I can't wait for you to see it. There's just a lot going on there. But so now our show has moved out to the Starland Thomas Square neighborhood which I feel like is like a still keeping this kind of younger DIY locals vibe awesome I love that yeah it's not gonna be a bachelorette party (laughs) (laughs) you're not gonna roll up in a in a uh in in one of those um whatever those are called yeah what are those things called Uh, yeah last time I was in Savannah I was I got to see Tamara for lunch and that was about it but just that one afternoon, I was like, this is a different city. 
there's direct flights from New York, so that's always like a telltale yeah. sign. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, does someone want to talk about the koozies? Because I think that's another- Oh, wait a second. Koozies. <laughs> Tell me about the koozies. Yeah, the star right. last show 10 years ago, or however many years ago now. 13, if you can believe 13, it. 13, yeah. It was the koozie, and everybody kept theirs, and it was like a souvenir of that time. I know people in Atlanta and across the country, they still have their four top koozies that we made, which was a genius idea. Ooh. We're not going to get it. I don't have mine anymore, but I know Tamara has hers. I have mine, and uh, I've gotten photos. I got a photo of one of them from, or did she send a photo? I think she sent a photo. I think she said she still has hers uh, from Alaska. So um, wow. Taylor, Taylor yeah. still has her. Yep, <laughs> she still has her. So people recognize them. So we, yeah, uh, and I think we'll see a lot of people that we haven't seen in a while that it's been, I mean, even through Facebook and Instagram, you just, you drive through Savannah and you're like, oh, there's that one dude that works here. And you just remember <laughs> them, <it's> them everywhere. <laughs> well, you know, so I love that this is going to be something for all of you to like reconnect and you're going to have all that. But what I'm asking for you as somebody who lives here still, and I think Tamara might feel a little bit similar to me is I want some of that energy back. You know what I mean? I want some more of that DIY sulfur studios is incredible where you're going to be doing the show. It's a great, great spot. The people that are involved with that whole project. Awesome. And they come from that spirit, but I do think that there is a lot less of that now than there was, as you're kind of describing that, artists kind of making their own opportunity, I guess you might say. So I'm going to ask when you guys come here, don't just spend all of your time reminiscing. Instead, get some of these, whip up some of these kids to get out there and maybe make a little <laughs> bit of trouble on the streets of Savannah, because I'd like to see that a little bit more. Yeah, I'm already making the, a playlist so we can all add to it. <laughs> yeah. Musical help. <laughs> yes. There's a, few, there's a few galleries just in my neighborhood, like in the thirties and they're just in little uh, storefront ground floor spaces. There's two I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. There, there's, there's a couple, there's a couple for sure. I like that idea though, of like actually putting an art show in like somebody's house or like, you know, doing something like that, but not just doing it and then being like, well, I'm doing this art show, but like literally inviting the entire city to come and it becomes this thing, you know, like, kind of like you're describing the original four top show was, and this will be a little bit more professional, I think, because of the, um, the, and I mean, no, not to disparage your, your previous iteration of four top, but this is at Sulphur studios and they're a really, I mean, like they send out press releases and they have uh, media contacts and they do all of that. And so I'm, I'm sort of curious how it'll feel differently for you. Are now all of you going to be at the show? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually so the funny thing is I'm going back and forth and I used to do that in Savannah I would come back for the weekends and work at Lady and Sons because I couldn't afford Atlanta (laughs) and I'll be doing the same thing I'll be going back to Atlanta to work in between installation and the show so it'll feel very similar that's funny so what are you hoping people will get out of the show when they when they come to visit the show like what are you hoping I mean other than the kind of the hearkening back to the show 13 years ago what are you hoping that people will get when they, they come to see the, the gathering of the four of you together once more? Uh, it's IRL. <laughs> so that's pretty rare. <laughs> it's not on Instagram. Yeah, so that helps. Matt, I'm curious about you. I mean, you have had it's funny that um, what Tamara was kind of saying and others and I will agree is that there has been um, particularly the mural ordinance that you helped 
put together with Dr. Z. <laughs> it has had a really profound impact on Savannah. And I think that the, the only complaint about it would be is that it hasn't gone any farther than that. That that's where... Which direct, what do you mean? Like, go ahead, I'm sorry. So it's great that there's a mural ordinance that allows people to make murals, but it's not as great that that's as far as it's gone. That there isn't more public art, that there isn't a greater push towards artists sort of controlling the made environment here in Savannah. I mean, like that happened back in 2012, that ordinance. So we're talking yeah. nine years that there's been any sort of substantive policy that aids artists in the creation of art in Savannah in that kind of way that that has had an impact. And even now it's really dependent upon who's sitting on the historic site and monuments commission and whether or not they decide that something should go through rather than being a, here's a well-organized plan, we should just rubber stamp it. You know what I mean? It's like there people are yeah. still dealing with personality. It seems like, though, I mean, from, from an outsider, I mean, whenever I go back, I mean, I go back for work at least once a year, either to Atlanta or Savannah. So, but there are people that are, that are doing, I mean, there's like Kyle Millsap, seems like he's getting up all the time in Savannah and Julu's always doing something. So mm -hmm. I think whenever... I was in a position to like on a, on a, on a talk or whatever. It's always like, what's the city going to do? And for, for James and I, it was, I mean, what are, I mean, there's a policy, go do it. If you want to do it, like, you know, we raised money, we got grants, we organized stuff. So I think if people, it hasn't happened because people don't want it to happen and not the city because it's, or it's the people, like if the people that want to do the work and want to make art like that, then they go do it. So I think to wait around for the city of Savannah to create some sort of, I guess it depends on what, what do people expect the city to do? I mean, there's a policy. If you want to do that kind of thing now, there's a process to do it. So if you want to do it, do it. Like it's waiting around for the city. I mean, if the city did want to come up with some sort of program, but then I think there's a policy. That's why James and I did it. It's like, we wanted to do the work and we wanted to be able to do it. So we needed a policy to do it. So we did it. And then, you know, we raised money and in different avenues and then, it seems to me, I, I'm surprised to hear you say that, that there's not enough happening because every time I go back, I see things like that happening. So, well, um, maybe I'm, uh, I'm, maybe I'm greedy. Maybe it's that I'm greedy. Yeah. <laughs> well, find me a wall, man. I'll get something up while I'm there. And yeah. No, I mean, I think on the mural side, things are definitely happening. I think that it's. Do you mean anything... like sculpturally or like. Yeah, or... sculpture, street events, things like that, I think I would. But anyway, yeah, let's 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 um, finish up here. And I, I want to kind of round off on the show. Um, all of you will be here in attendance and that's going to be awesome. Now, if people are interested in learning more about you and your work, if people want to find you and what you're up to, what's the best way for you for people to do that? And we'll start with you, Tamara. How, how can people find you? I post all my new things as well as beautiful houses of Savannah on my Instagram. And then uh, the main place to buy my art, I'm in galleries on River Street. Pretty cool. And that is open seven days a week. What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram is Tam Garv. All right. What about you, Matt? Uh, Instagram, Hebermel Art, H-E-B-E-R-M-E-H-L underscore art. And then website, Hebermel.com. And I now have a newsletter that I send out fairly regularly. And you can sign up for that on there. Awesome. And Lee? I am hater free art on Instagram. And that's pretty much where I live. <laughs> <laughs> So lots of skies lately um, used to be very abstract, but now I'm getting a lot more representational. 
and it's usually a sky either on my way to work or on my way home from work on my commute. <laughs> Very nice. And Catherine? Best way to find me is on Instagram. So it's Catherine Agurcia Photography. Well, thank you all so much for spending some time here on Art on the Air. Can't wait for the show. I'm going to mention it all the details one more time. It is four top still serving. It is at Sulphur Studios from October 28th through October 31st with the reception on October 29th from 6 to 9 p.m. Can't wait to see you all there. Thanks for coming on Art on the Air today. Thank Thank you. you so much. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU station archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week, where we'll have another batch of art on the air.